Hi there, and welcome to my podcast, Breaking Free from Eczema. I'm your host, Vanessa Lee, a fellow eczema warrior, and I'm delighted that you've taken the time to join me on this podcast as I share my stories, diet tips, struggles, my victories, and lifestyle changes that are all helping me manage and slowly cure my eczema. In today's first episode of Breaking Free from Eczema, we'll be talking about the 12-week diet and where it all started for me. So it started when I was actually at work in the NEC doing um, some event work and oh, back in 2019, yes, October 2019, which is um, the winter before COVID hit. <laughs> And it started where I was actually giving a tour to a photographer that we hired um, around the venue. And I was just going through lots of things or where he needed to be taking photos of. And when I was when I was like going through the NEC and going, oh, don't forget here, don't forget here, you kind of use your hands to move around. So I did use my hands and I noticed that he kept looking at my hands and um, I already knew what he was going to say, like, because you always get loads of people look at your hands, especially when you have eczema and they're not looking quote, 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 normal, normal hands. So my hands are really dry, obviously, because I wash my hands when you go to the toilet, when you wash, when you shower, when you're cooking stuff, you're always using your hands. And my hands are really cracked everywhere. And, and I can't help but pick them sometimes, especially when it's triggered and it flares up. Um, it attacks that those bits too. So it's always the first things of the hands. So anyway, going back to the story, I'm like moving around going, right, don't forget here, don't forget here. And he's looking at my hands and he said, I used to have hands like that. And I thought, oh, here we go. Like, uh, this is where people are going to just say what they think. And then I'm not going to listen because I've had so many things and I'm just getting really fed up by listening to everyone else and nothing works for me. And he said, I honestly did used to have hands like you. And it's like he knew what I was what I was thinking. And I thought, okay. And he went, but look at my hands now. They've all cleared up. And he goes, you have eczema, don't you? And I was like, yeah, I do actually. And normally people go, oh, do you have psoriasis or do you have eczema? And I'm like, I have eczema. And he said, well, I had some, um, he goes, yeah, he said, yeah, I have exactly the same. And I came across this, this uh, video online. And when I finish this job, I'm going to send it to you. And I thought, right, okay. And then all he said was, I go, what is it basically? Is it a treatment? He goes, well, and I think my head was in a different headspace. I was in work mode. So I wasn't really listening to the the um, the remedies behind this. So all I heard was, it's a bit boring. <laughs> and he said, I just ate loads of vegetables and celery. And I was like, oh, and I had heard of the celery diet. And I thought, right, okay, let, let's just see. But um, anyway, all I heard was it was boring. And he did actually keep in touch and we swapped social media like instagram handles and he found me and then he sent me the video straight away after the event had finished and i didn't look at it for 18 months so fast forward 18 months uh what what are we in so pretty much 18 months it was by january 2021 yeah so then covid year hit didn't really do anything Uh, my skin started to get really really bad and it was probably because of the stress of COVID because 
change of circumstances, um, moving, uh, moving. I was moving as well in the middle of moving at the time and just probably change of diet as well because I moved in with my boyfriend. And so my skin was getting really, really bad. The last straw was for me was when I started to notice my skin. Um, I basically was crying nearly every week about my skin. And I used to spend a good 45 minutes in the morning getting ready. And not because I take ages to get ready, it's because of my skin. My skin became a constant attention-seeking baby. That's what it felt like. It was like a baby. Sometimes you have good days of your baby and sometimes you have bad days of your baby. You don't know how your baby is going to sleep. You don't know how, it, sometimes it sleeps really well, sometimes it keeps you up all night. And that is like my skin. Morning routines would become a really stressful act of trying to calm my skin down. And in the past, I'd try coconut oil, um, oil essences like to calm, frankincense to calm it down. I even tried meditation and yoga. Being a yogi, that's what I was doing. Um, journaling. I even bathed at night with Himalayan salts and put oils in the in the bath too. I drank herbal teas. I tried to boost up my immune system by taking extra supplements. I even cut all my nails. Um, but still, because I cut my nails so short, I couldn't scratch when I really, really wanted to. So I would sleep with scissors underneath my pillow just to make sure as a safety blanket in case I would flare up at night, then I would use that to relieve the itch. Um, I mean, like, it wasn't that I was self-harming or anything. It was that I just used it to slowly just um, scrape my skin. So the itch would be kind of like just calm it, calming it down. And then I spend the next hour crying in the morning about my skin um, because it does play a part in your confidence issues. And I felt really disgusting, not worthy. My skin was flaking everywhere. You feel really ugly and it affects your mental health. And I couldn't do anything. People were posting up loads of star baking cakes, but sometimes I couldn't do anything. And it was like how depressed people get where they can't leave the house. And it's, I feel like it's the equivalent to me with my skin. Sometimes if I'm having a really, really bad flare up, I cannot leave the house because it is so prickly and it hurts and it hurts to move and I'm trying to put all this cream on and it's still itchy and I'm like. It was during one of the times when I was crying to my boyfriend, Adam, and I was, I think I was breaking down and I said, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like, so when you feel so helpless and I was like, there must be a cure. Like there's got to be a better way than me spending 45 minutes to an hour trying to calm my skin down before I even go out, before I even start my day. And I don't even know whether there's a guarantee that I'm going to have a day. And he, he said, yeah, but haven't you mentioned this diet? And I thought, uh, yeah, I, I did actually. Yeah. So I responded and I thought, oh yeah. And he said, well, maybe you should take a look at that video. And I went, mm, okay. Yeah, I will. I will. Um, and I think we, we had talked about this a few nights back or a few weeks before, but again, because I, I remember the, those words, like it's really boring. And I thought, I really don't want to have a really boring diet. <laughs> and I was just being really selfish. So, that night, 
I watched it about 10 o'clock at night before I got to bed. I thought, right, I'm going to watch this. Okay, so go back and find his his message and I go onto YouTube and it's not even anything fancy. He's not even selling anything. It's a guy that had uploaded a video on YouTube about his skin. He's He's topless, showing how good his skin is and it's a really poorly recorded video but it's had millions billions of views and he recorded it and uploaded it seven years ago the video is about his psoriasis and i did get warned that this this video wasn't related to eczema however it was basically the diet that he wanted me to really look at and the reason why and i, and I totally get that the video is about 15 to 20 minutes long i watched it from beginning to end five times that week the video is by a guy called Nicholas Lamborghini and he, I think he was in his 20s at his time, he looks quite young and at the beginning the picture is really, really bad skin and it's all over his back. Um, I mean, I totally get it. So I, I, I listened and watched the video and basically the content of the video is about, he was explaining how the gut is and how dermatologists and doctors will always treat on the skin on the outside. Sometimes people will give oral medication um, to calm down using steroids. I don't really use oral steroids. I kind of been using creams and steroids, which obviously causes thinning of the skin. But that's for another time to talk about. And the content of it was, what I got out of it was that start healing from the inside. It's not a skin issue, it's really a gut issue because what we eat is fuel. So if it, and skin is the biggest organ. So he's, and if you think about it, if you're eating something that doesn't agree with you, it's going to show up on the biggest organ, which is your skin. So if it's showing up on my skin, for example, my eczema, then there's something that I'm eating or something happening inside that isn't agreeing with me. So after all these years, since I was six years old, I've kind of been either been adding to all the triggers and making my gut really badly organized with inside and it's probably a chaotic mess inside. And that's why I'm always itchy. It just made sense to me. I mean, if you just Google Nicholas Lamborghini, it's um, Nicholas is spelled N-I-C h-o-l-a-s and lamborghini looks like an italian name is l-a-m-b-o-u-g-h-i-n-i and i think his title because he's got a few videos is how to cure psoriasis so have a google of that one listen to it watch it let me know what you think because by the time i finished watching that video. I also watched many other videos about how to cure eczema. So I started to Google how to how to cure eczema on YouTube. And a lot of people were like selling creams and I was like, I'm not interested in those. Like I want to know about the gut. So I even started searching Googling gut issues. And I remember seeing two videos that were good enough of eczema related, um, of them talking about to avoid milk, lactose, and wheat, which made sense because this guy, Nicholas, was talking about how to avoid many, many, many things, which I'm gonna go into. So in this diet, we eliminate no wheat, the bread, 
no gluten, no sugar, no alcohol, no caffeine, no processed food, no starchy carbs, so like potatoes, rice, no pulses, no couscous basically, no hummus, and no whole grains, so you can't even have porridge, oats, or anything like that. And the reason why is because sugar appears to be a big trigger for people that suffer from psoriasis and eczema. And when you eat wheat or carbs, it appears that during the breakdown with the enzymes going on with your with your mouth and everything, it breaks down into sugars. And that's why when you're doing this diet, it's important to just eliminate all kinds of sugars completely from your body. So you're basically doing a massive cleanse and detox. Um, if you imagine like a tractor, let's visualize this, a tractor on a plow field is kind of pushing out all the sugars out. So first, definitely for the first five weeks, that will be happening to your body and you're going to be like, whoa, what's happening? You might be thinking, well, what about carbs? How am I going to get full? Is eating broccoli. Um, broccoli is a low carb and so is zucchini, you know, i.e. courgettes, eggplants. So that's what I ate. I ate a lot of eggplants with eggs, omelette, poached eggs, loads and loads of vegetables piling on top, loads of avocados because avocado is healthy fats and it helps you get fuller. So in this diet, Nicholas talks about week one and week two um, is really, really hard. And in my experience, week one and two were probably the hardest as well as the later bits. But week one and two was really, really hard because it's a massive adjustment to yourself. It's a massive adjustment to yourself mentally because you also have to prepare and meal prep as well because you can't just go to the shop and buy something in the fridge and put it in whack it in the microwave or the oven and hey presto there's your dinner you have to grab all the vegetables cut them boil them bake them fry them and also get your meat season it with not peri salt because it's got sugar in it so you've got to take out the natural herbs which is like the thyme oregano nutmeg salt pepper and that's pretty much it. You can't have gravy on top. You can't have any sauce. Passata sauce is okay for me. And even though he said no, but I checked the ingredients and some of the passatas don't have sugars. So I was like, mm, it's okay. And it didn't really, it didn't really affect me. And if you want to research more, you can go on um, just whacking Google Candida diet, C-A-N-D-I-D-A diet. And that's very like no sugar base. They do it for two weeks to clear out the guts. Um, however, this is really a 12 week diet because we're basically cleansing everything in our gut. And then everything that you've eaten over the years, all the sugar, all the processed food is going to be clearing out your system. So week one and two was only difficult just to adjust to the actual diet. By week three to five, I started to notice a really big difference in my skin, my flakiness had stopped. Week five, so also week five, um, I also noticed that I wasn't itching at night. So I started to not use my scissors. Like I, I, I forgot to put my scissors under my pillow one time and I thought, I don't need this anymore. So, and it's because 
the itch started to go. Now, if you know what I'm talking about with eczema, if you've got eczema and you're listening to this, then you know that when you're scratching, sometimes it's not the skin and people, and when you scratch, people will say, oh, just put cream on it. But it's not about that. It's about something else. The itch comes from the inside. It's like it's in the blood or the muscle and you're like, oh, like, what is this? So the itch started to go. It was really weird. I remember waking up in the morning and I go in naturally to reach my hand around my back to try and scratch it. And I was like, oh, it's not even itchy. Why am I scratching? And that was where it started to just click to me. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. So then by week six was when in the diet, Nicholas says you can start introducing natural sugars with low glycemic index, low GI in other words, and those are like strawberries, dried apricots, apples, um, oranges are quite high of the low count, but um, it's not too bad. So yeah, dried uh, dried goji berries and blueberries. So um, enough to get to get by. I mean, I, I loaded up on a on a probiotic yogurt that I had, and it was so good. But the problem is, is that when I had sugar, I wanted more sugar after that. So I kind of wish I didn't really introduce sugar. Um, if it was me. And if you're doing this diet and you want to give it a try, I would try and stay away from sugar as much as you can, um, just to allow your skin to heal a bit more. Uh, by week nine and 10, I started to introduce whole grains, which is um, whole wheat like pasta, whole wheat rice. And that was hard because suddenly like your belly starts getting really, really full on it. But it wasn't massive triggers on my skin, actually. So it was not too bad. And then by week 12, you start to eat whatever you want. And you slowly introduce the other foods back into the diet. So for Nicholas, he said, yep, I can eat anything I want now. So having finished the 12-week diet myself, I can hand on my heart say that it has significantly improved my eczema tenfold, maybe 20-fold. And I am 95% confident that our skin issue is actually definitely related to what we eat. So definitely the gut is something to do with, with what happens on our skin. I feel 100 times better mentally and I can go about my day. And don't get me wrong, my eczema is still around. It lives with me still. However, it is already starting to go and I feel like I am on my journey, on the right path to healing it and hopefully banish it for good and just say goodbye and part well with it. If you want to start this diet, I would recommend that you write out all your meal plans, write down all the things that you can eat because obviously what I eat might, might not be good for you because you might not agree with your stomach so write down all the list have your list of veg vegetables carbohydrates and your proteins um, and then start meal planning and be prepared to to know that this is quite a hard path to take and I have to say that during the 12 week um, the best support was my partner and my mum they have been a godsend, like every day asking me, how's your diet going? And that was the best thing that anyone can really ask is that. And as an eczema warrior like yourself, that is 
pretty much our life, especially when it takes up a huge part of us to monitor, to manage, to care for and nurture. So now this way, by going through the diet, it's nourishing, nourishing that and nurturing. And we're teaching and educating ourselves on what to eat and knowing the triggers. And this is the whole point of the diet. It is an educational process to explore what triggers you. So basically you get to know your body and this is an amazing invitation. And I'm so glad this photographer told me to do this diet. So in next week's episode, I'm going to be talking about the extended part of the diet. So I'm going to be sharing the struggles that I had and I had a lot of struggles. Um, I'm going to be talking about my victories and I'm going to be talking about recipe tips and how, what I could do to, to help you guys and maybe give you some inspiration on what you could be cooking. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I just want to add that I am not a qualified nutritionist, clinician or a dietitian, nor is this podcast providing any medical advice for people with eczema to follow these steps. I am just sharing my own stories on what has worked and is currently working for me in hope that these experiences may offer some inspiration for others. Thank you once again for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Take care and I'll catch you later.